All right, I am honored to have as our guest today, Rashad Phillips. What's happening, brother? Oh, thanks for having me, Chris. Wonderful platform you got here. Man, look, you're doing some great things. You have your own college basketball show yep. called Sports Talk 2319. People can subscribe on YouTube. Yes. I've checked it out. I've heard you break down some players, and you do a fabulous job. That's why we wanted you here in the zone as we head, obviously, into the 2018 draft. Now, let me give a little background on okay. you because you're not – this is not to go against the guys that didn't play. <laughs> but you know what you're talking about, not only from an analytical mm -hmm standpoint and a scouting standpoint mm -hmm. but you also played at a very high level absolutely so sports talk 2319 the 2319 is 2319 points that you scored at the university of detroit mercy yeah. led them to what two ncaa tournament appearances mm -hmm. player of the year in the midwestern collegiate conference two-time uh, player of the year mm -hmm. okay um and played for, what, 10 years pro? Eight years overseas. Eight years pro overseas, overseas yeah. in the Middle East, in Europe. Everywhere. Uh, Kobe yeah. Bryant, none other than Kobe Bryant, said you were the best player that never got drafted. And that means a lot. That's saying a lot. You played with him yeah. in the Magic Round mm -hmm. Ball Classic mm -hmm. 1996. When y'all were, were both coming out of high school. Uh, they used to call you Baby Iverson. Oh. You had the cornrows. You you shaved them out. You need to get the memo to Kawhi. Like, yo, the cornrows is yeah, kind of played out. <laughs> yeah. But um, so you and, – and here's the topper. Here's the clincher. You're only 5'8", right? 5'9". Is it 5'9"? Come on, man. Give me my I don't eight. know. I'm only 5'10", and I, I, I got you, I think, by a five couple nine. inches. I got dress shoes on, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll give you 5'9", but that's incredible, man. I mean, you, you had a great career. Thank I you. didn't see you much um, mm -hmm. back then, but reading about you, looking at some of the highlights on YouTube, I mean – for you to do that at 5'9", it's incredible. So you, you must have been a heck of a baller. Let me, I got to ask you this. I think okay. I know the answer. Uh -huh. You could dunk, right? Yes. Okay, did yes. you dunk in games? No, what? in high school I did. But okay. once I got to college, man, them two, three-hour practices in college, yeah, yeah, man, it started yeah. wearing down on my to knees, man. I was, nah, uh-uh. Okay. okay, did you have a nice package? Did you... Did you or you were just dunking. I had a little backwards. I catch okay. a little oop, but I was a you jump shooter. You were No, 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 no. I was a, I was a skilled guy. I like to dance with the ball okay. like Zeke. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing <laughs> wrong with that. So let's get to it, man. I'm excited yeah. about this because the draft is one of the big moments of the year for yeah. the NBA and for basketball fans. And like I said, you're an expert in it. So let's get right down to it. Mm -hmm. um, first, I want you to tell me how do you go about scouting players, mm -hmm. analyzing players? Like, what all goes into you determine whether or not it's a great prospect, a mediocre mm -hmm. prospect, or a poor prospect? Yeah, well, what I do is um, during the college season, I like to scan the whole landscape first. Okay. And I, I'm usually attracted to great players. So once I see that, I can just watch any type of game. And once I, I'm attracted to a player in regards to how they play, then I start to hone in on that particular player. Okay. I start to scout him. I start to look at him on film. I start looking at the stats. And then I break them down from there. It's almost like a car. So I feel like I'm more of a, like a basketball engineer. A lot of times you see people wash cars, but I like to get under the hood and get everything done that way. So I break players all the way down. Okay, okay. And I know you talk to a lot of coaches yes. too. So let's just get to it. Who, how would you rate this draft? Great, bad, poor? 
or great, good, or poor? I think this is a good draft. I not think great. It, not, I won't okay. say great, but I think it's really good. There are some players that you can get later on in the first round that I believe that, that will be major contributors on some teams. And you got some guys on the top side that I believe that has the it factor. Okay. Yeah. How many guys have the it factor? Only two guys. Only when I two. look, only two. So when you the it factor is future superstar. Yeah. Is that or future yeah. number one guy on a great team can change your organization. Okay. okay. And I see two guys when I look at this year's list. I see two guys that have the it. That's not taken away from anybody else on that list because okay. there are, there are other good players on that list. But two it guys. Because people have said there is seven or eight. At the top, right? Mm -hmm, in, mm -hmm. in the first tier. Yeah. Um, but you see two that are separated. All right, so so give me the two. The two guys, when I look on paper, the it guys that can change a franchise is Trey Young out of Oklahoma and Mo Bamba out of Texas. Those are the two guys that I believe that if you get them on your team, they can change your franchise. Mo Bamba has a lot of Anthony Davis upside. Mm. And a lot okay. of people don't 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 look at it like this, but Anthony Davis and Mo Bamba had similar college careers. Um, they wasn't really expected to be great offensively yep. at the pro yep. level, but once they got to the pro level, well, once Anthony got to the pro level, he was able to show people how good he was offensively. But defensively, he got my highest grade. Mo Bamba has that same type of skill set and that same type of ceiling. Wow. So there's so much to unpack from there. But first, the guy that is is everyone is saying Phoenix is going to take number one, DeAndre Ayton, seven-foot mm -hmm. center out of Arizona. He's not a guy with the it factor. So you wouldn't take him number one, obviously, I, if you were if if, Phoenix. If I'm Phoenix, I'll be juggling between taking Mo Bamba, Trey, or DeAndre. Like, those two guys have to be okay. in that but conversation. So, so – Tell tell me why you don't think you don't see the it factor in him. Well, I just see I see a, a, a traditional big. He has a little bit of splash of that new evolution type of play. Uh -huh. um, he reminds me a lot of Ralph Sampson back in '83. He has some. And Ralph, Ralph wanted to play on the perimeter. Remember that they yeah. thought he was soft. They back thought, then. Yeah, he's he a okay. three-time ACC Player of the Year. You know, so he has those type of characteristics, but not the it factor okay. for number one. You draft Trey Young, number one, changes your franchise. You, you now, are, are you counting charisma and fan appeal everything, in the it? Everything in the it factor. Because I'll take a dude that can hoop but don't have the charisma and the fan appeal. I, I understand that. I get that. But Trey Young has the it in regards to he's dynamic. Yeah. He is the new evolution of point guard play. And we cannot ignore that. The common denominator of great NBA teams is a dynamic point guard. All right. Period. So you, all right. Like now, some people are gonna say, "Man, <laughs> Rashad is five nine. He like the little dudes. He's a point guard. He want, you know, of course. So you know, you've heard the the negatives about Trey. The, yes, the people that think he might not be that good, and obviously the praise. So why do you love him so much? Why are you convinced? Because I think. He could be Steph Curry or close, mm -hmm. or he could be a career backup. Yeah. So yeah. what convinces you that he's going to be closer to a Steph Curry? I'm well, not going to say he's going to be a Steph Curry. Okay, well, when I look at Trey Young, it's something that we've never seen before. We've never seen a player come in and lead the nation in scoring and assists. Okay? So Trey's a UFO. 
I like mm. to call them a UFO. And uh, the, the rest of the point guards in college basketball are like planes. When we're driving on the freeway, there's a plane that goes past us, and it, we ignore it. It's a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. if a UFO passes us, <laughs> oh, we we're going to stop and <laughs> analyze it. So Trey Young has been under a microscope because he's something that we've never seen before. No matter how you try to chop this up, this is a kid that led the nation in scoring yeah. and assists in the toughest conference in college basketball. That's a game-changing point guard. Mm. Mm. That's a game-changing point guard. So you, like, I was, uh, to your point, I was talking to an executive mm -hmm. whose team is in the lottery. They're too low, I think, to get Trey Young. He, he's the same way as you. He loves him. Mm -hmm. And he said when you really, everybody's pointing to, he didn't shoot uh, that high, as high as Steph yeah. percentage from yeah. three. He, they, he said, when you break down the NBA distance threes he mm -hmm. took, Oof. not the 30-footers. Take out the 30-footers. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. NBA distance three-pointers. Three yeah. And take away the ones when he was double teamed. Yeah. His shooting percentage is off the charts, he Absolutely. Said. Absolutely. So yeah. he said he's going to – so – you're thinking this guy is a superstar. Obviously, second half of the season, he wasn't as impressive as the first half. Why? There's a reason. Well, when he came into college basketball, nobody knew how great he was going to be. Now, this is a guy that I pointed out in October on my Sports Talk 2319 show. In October, I said, Trey Young will light up college basketball. Here's uh -huh. a kid that averaged 40 points a game in high school. Okay, He wasn't no slouch. I think Trey took the hard route, which I give him more credit for. He could have went to Kentucky. He could have went to Kansas and went to the Final Four and averaged 16 points and five assists, mm -hmm. and we'll be raving about him then. He took the hard route. He went to Oklahoma. They had 11 wins previously. So he took that long route, so his name began to be first on the scouting report in the second half of the season. They started to wear him down. As a point guard, I'm telling you as a former point guard, when you're coming off those ball screens at the second half of the season, those big stars sticking those knees out. Mm -hmm. When he come through on the screen, chop him a little bit, catch him in the ribs. He started to face that, and at 19 years old, that's tough to swallow. His worst game was against West Virginia, a lot of people said. But yeah. to me, I watched the tape. It was his best game really? because he fought. Okay. He fought wow. Javon Carter. Yeah. He fought him. And I was impressed. I was sold after the West Virginia game when everybody else said that was his worst game I've ever seen him play. I thought it was his best game. Wow. So you want to see him get in the weight room, I assume, and just bulk up a little bit, get a little bit stronger? Yeah, you got to get a little to, bit stronger. To, yeah. I, see, when I look at Trey, he's 19. Yeah. So this kid has a chance to be the best point guard in the NBA and the face of the NBA in the next six years. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because all the premier point guards in the NBA right now are in their 30s. Yep. In six years, Steph well, Curry's... Kyrie. Kyrie. Kyrie's, Kyrie's 27, 28. Yeah. In six, year, six years, six he'll be, years, he'll he be could, 34. Yeah. Yeah. Steph Curry will be 36. Damian Lillard will be 35. Trey Young will be 25. Okay. He okay. has a chance to be the face of the NBA if he goes about his business right. So you, you think he's... He's going to be, whether he's that good or not, but a Steph Curry. There's no question. I, yeah, I, I think he has a little bit more. Their games are different. You okay? like, okay, tell me about how, because most people just say Steph. No. Tell me about no. how their games are totally different. Totally different games. Really? When you, yeah, totally different games. When you look at Trey, this is a guy that's a ball dominator. So when he has the ball in his hands, what Trey does is he undresses the whole defense. So he has the ball, he's undressing one, two, three, four, five. When Steph has the ball, he's only undressing the guy that's guarding him.
See, see, when when Trey has it, he'll undress five guys and he'll zip it. How does it. he do that? How does he undress? Well, it's five? like it's like a sideboard, man. It sounds funny, but as point guards, we can see we pre-read stuff. Steph doesn't pre-read. So you defenses. think he's more of a true point? Absolutely. Despite the scoring, he's ability, more he's of a more Mike Bibby. He's more in a Mike Bibby range. Chris Paul with okay. a with a with a sprinkle of Damian Lillard. Okay. With a sprinkle. Okay. Um, what he and Steph Curry do share is magnetism. Yeah. Everybody wants to play with Steph Curry. I believe if you draft Trey Young, then everybody will want to play whatever organization drafts him. Okay. He will attract free okay. agents that want to okay. get some of those passes. Look yeah, at he's Steph a Curry. great passer. And, get, and Steph was a great is a great passer yeah. too. They don't utilize it as much. In that in that fashion. Yeah. In that fashion. So do you think because Steph before Steve Kerr went in there mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. put in this new offensive system, yeah. Steph was an all-star. You know, his numbers are actually went down the mm-hmm. first year with Kerr. Yeah. So he can play in, you know, they were running a lot of high pick and rolls. Yeah, and yeah. He yeah. can shine in that system. Absolutely. But he didn't become what, you know, two-time MVP type player until no. the system. So I've heard a lot of people say if you draft a Trey Young, you have to put in the type of system you have for Steph Curry. You obviously don't feel that I, way. No, that's, that, I don't believe in that. I believe that Steph Curry is such a skilled player. You don't have to cater an offense around him. Okay. You just find the right players, find the right players, and you let him play. That's what Lon Kruger did this year. He just gave he just gave Trey the ball and allowed him to play the NBA way. You know, Lon Kruger coached yeah, in the yeah, NBA, yeah, so yeah, yeah. he knew he had an NBA player. So when you have an NBA player, you allow them to be great. And uh, Trey will not change. He averaged 40 points in high school. They said he was too small. He went to Oklahoma, led the nation. He's getting the same narrative. When are we going to get rid of the narrative? Because he's already he's he's kicking those narratives out yeah, each time. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Because look, him, Trey Young, and Devin Booker. You talk about the Splash Man. Brothers point 2.0. That's what it could be. It could be that with Trey and Devin Booker. I mean, but the, so that's what you would. Do. I know I that's would, what you I would. would do, I would take Trey number yeah. one okay. because of that factor, the markability, the excitement, and pairing them with Devin Booker. What have? Because I know you talk to NBA scouts, mm-hmm. GM executives, like. When you've said that, because there are some that are skeptical. Yes. What have they said? I've talked to a few that said, ah, no, I wouldn't go number one. I wouldn't take them after seven or eight. But there's been a few guys that that agree with me. Yeah, yeah, I know there's some for sure. You're dead on with this. You're dead on with the comparison of Mike Bibby. Mike Bibby went number two in the draft. Let's think about the dynamic guards in the NBA right now. Kyrie Irving, he's a Mm -hmm. dynamic guard. He went one. Damian Lillard. He went like six. Yeah, Chris. But he was out of nowhere, so that yeah. But was he was dynamic. Doesn't yeah. matter. He still was dynamic. Yeah. Uh, Chris Paul went four. Kimba Walker, like all these dynamic guards, go in the top six, mm-hmm. seven in the draft. Mm-hmm. So me wanting to pick Trey Young at number one is not far fetched. Mm-hmm. He's a dynamic guard. This is like college football when you have a superstar quarterback. When you're in the NFL draft, you don't pass on superstar quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. We watched the Cleveland Browns draft Baker Mayfield because yeah, they yeah, feel yeah. he's a superstar quarterback. Yeah. So why are we going to change the narrative for NBA? All right. And the one thing I've said is, look, you have to take into account that he was the total show at Oklahoma. Yes. And everything was focused on him defensively. Yes. So for him, even though his numbers and his production went down a little bit, mm-hmm. The fact that they were throwing the kitchen sink at him should make you say, hey, he did it. He's not going to have that in the NBA. No. He's not going to be the only guy. No. And so it should open up. 
That's good. Man, look, I would like nothing more mm. than Trey Young to become another Steph Curry type player we'll of that caliber. So, love that. All right, let's get to a few more. Um, Michael Porter Jr. I'm hearing a lot about him. Obviously, he had the back injury. Yeah. He has the hip now. I don't know if yeah. that's a problem. What are your thoughts on that on Michael Porter Jr.? Uh, before the injury, I was really high on this kid. I when I watched him on tape, I saw a Jason Tatum mm. type of style, not as skilled as Jason Tatum, but in that same prototype. Okay. Um, but once the injuries hit, um, I think that kind of derailed him as being a consensus number one pick. He sat out the college season. And when he tried to come back in the it tournament game, yeah. he didn't, you know, he just kind of was out of rhythm. He was a little winded there. So he has a lot to prove and I, he canceled a workout last week. Yeah. So I think uh, NBA GMs are a little skeptical, but he's a high reward, high risk draft pick. So he is he, because I agree, I think the reward could be great because yeah. I, I agree. I saw the Jason Tatum Maybe even at this stage might even be a better shooter than Tatum was. Yeah, can shoot it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but you think there's a good possibility that he just becomes a, a decent or I'm, average I'm, player? I'm scared, and and I really hope I'm wrong here. Yeah, yeah. I, I want I want to be wrong here because that back is something else. So mainly it's the injury. That it's the injury. You. It's nothing. Not up, anything else. Nothing about his game has great ability, versatility. He's the new positionless type of basketball player. So without the injury, he's a consensus number one pick. And you're Phoenix and Michael Porter. So no injury, he would be absolutely really. Okay. I think so. Yeah, he's a positionless player. He's okay. positionless. Okay. So if the medical records pan out, though. He's if he if he's hundred percent healthy, that's a guy you don't pass up on. Okay, okay, Marvin Bagley. Oh, a few months ago, everybody's talking like he's the definite number one, right? Am yeah, I people were talking okay. that, not so, me. Okay, so not give me, me the why not you at that time and. Mm -hmm. What, why do you think people have cooled on him? Um, well, you, well, I think they've seen. I think they've seen Mo Bamba. So mm. the measurables of I Mo Bamba, hearing, yeah, Mo. those measurables have kind of erased all of the, the post players in this draft. Um, Bagley had a lot of hype going in. He obviously reclassified, came to Duke. Uh, one of the top scorers in the ACC, led the ACC in rebounding, so he has a, tr a terrific motor. He can score the ball, little tight in the hips, okay. little tight in the okay. hips on the defensive okay. end. Um, well, that's a big concern, like yeah. getting out on the perimeter and guarding. Yeah, because he's going to have to guard. He got tight hips. He got Is tight he hips. a four or five? He's definitely not a five. Okay, so he's a four. He's a four. So he's he, a four. Okay, so he had... Let me ask you this. Is there any comparison to Carl Anthony Towns? No, absolutely not. Okay. Not at all. Um, totally different players. Carl Anthony is a back-to-the-basket scorer. Yeah. Um, he's starting to um, come out a little bit. He's yeah, starting yeah, to evolve yeah. on the offensive end a little bit. But uh, Bagley is... He got some Chris Bosh in him. Okay. And he got some Michael Beasley in him. Okay. Now, Michael Beasley... Now, now, Michael Beasley at Kansas State oh, yeah, was a yeah. was a deal. Yeah, if if Beasley had been six ten and just you know yeah, a little kept more it mature, yeah, he he could have. Yeah, been a I see good I see Michael Beasley um, uh, with this kid. Beasley's not a great defender either. Yeah, but he's instant offense. So I believe Marvin Bagley is going to always be a player that you can count on where you can find baskets. He played in the post at Kentucky. But what a you know obviously Duke, yeah, Duke. I'm sorry Duke yeah he's not gonna do that in the NBA just mm -hmm. in the no. just in the post so does he have the perimeter game? I think that can yeah I think that can come along. He has a really quick burst 
He has good bursts on the offensive end. It's funny because on the defensive end, he's tight, but offensively, he's loose. So you think it's a matter of just want to? It's a want, it's, be changed, it's a huh? want to. He has a great motor. He, he gets up on the ball. Um, obviously, he's a great offensive player. I don't think he has any problems offensively in the NBA. It's going to be on the defensive end. Does he really want to get in the stance and lock down? There are guys, though, that have been in the NBA and are in the NBA. When I think of the past, Glenn Robinson from mm -hmm, Purdue. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head a guy. But guys that score, they give you 24 points yeah. a game, something like yeah. that. But aren't, you know, they yeah, they're not superstars. And, yeah. and, yeah, whether it's the defense or what, they yeah. just don't really change the game. Yes. Is that what you see? A guy that will yeah. put up the numbers, but it won't be like, He's dominating the yeah, game. Yeah, I just see, I just see him as a really great offensive player, and that's no slight to him. I just think he's a great offensive player, but it doesn't have the superstar tag or anything okay, like that. Okay. But if if I'm a GM and I'm in in that range, obviously I'll draft him if I'm struggling from the offensive standpoint. But if I need a guy that's going to stop somebody, I won't be looking in, in Bagley's direction yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. Now let me get back to Aiton. Yeah. Because I've heard comparisons to Joel Embiid, who I love. Mm, and me and too. I, I get the whole, you know, we don't need a back-to-the-basket center in today's NBA. But Embiid can go out and guard on the perimeter yeah, a little can. bit yeah. and stretch the floor. Stretch I think it. his three-point shot will get even better. So is that a – that's not a fair, an accurate no, comparison with no. Embiid? Okay. No, he doesn't have the skill set Joel has. Joel has a real toolkit. Um, Aiden has great footwork. He runs the floor well. He's strong. He's more powerful. But he doesn't have the set uh, or the plethora of post moves in the post. So over the left shoulder, shimmy over the right shoulder, step back, three-pointers. Like, Joel B will face you, yeah, give yeah, you a yeah. little Elijah Wine crossover, turn his back again. Yeah. So he doesn't have that yet. Okay. But he can evolve and get that. But just watching him on tape, he has a little bit of a jab, step, pull. He has the basic post player moves like the starter kit the okay. nba post player starter <laughs> kit but he hasn't he hasn't gotten his bag yet who who what nba player do you compare him to right now um i i like ralph sampson i mean okay. i know that's an old school yeah, player yeah, yeah. it's hard to picture what ralph what would be like would be well, ralph was a unicorn but, uh, yeah he was a yeah. unicorn and ralph was great i mean it, it, in that era, I mean, if he hadn't gotten hurt, he was Yeah, them knees went out, but yeah, he was yeah, he, yeah. he was playing he was number one pick in 83. Yeah, yeah, you he know? was spectacular. So guys, go to YouTube and look up Ralph Sampson. Oh, but yeah. but um, that's who he kind of reminds me of. I've heard David Robinson. No, he don't, doesn't score like David. Okay. Doesn't have David's won't motor. Be, won't. No. Okay, he, he, he won't. ain't going to be dropping. He's not going to be a 20-point score. 17-11 guy. 17-11 guy. Aiden will be a really good pro. Okay. He won't be okay. a superstar, but he's okay. going to be a really good pro. He's going to be a 17-11 guy. He won't be a 25-13 guy. Okay. I don't see that. Well, I don't mind 17 and 11. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. I just no, I, I, I don't you. see I that, you. you know. All right. The, one of the, there's a mystery man in the draft, Luka Doncic. <laughs> Do you know a lot about I know you focus on the NCAA. Yeah. Yeah. How much you know about Luka? Tons. Okay, tell Tons. me. Tons. Here's a guy that I, I, Let me, before you say this, I'm, I'm going to throw this out. Yeah. Because I've heard both things, too. Okay. You know, positive and negative. Yeah. And this has to be an overstatement. But a longtime NBA scout that I respect, I know knows his stuff, <clears throat> he said he's a cross between Larry Bird and Steve Nash. I said if that if that's the case, then this dude's gonna light the league on fire. Tell me about Luka Doncic. Okay, well, well, when you look at Luka, here's a kid that I, I 
I, I respect, okay? 19 years old, dominating the Euro League. This kid is a European sensation, first okay. of all, okay? okay? When you look at him, here's a guy that has high IQ, great craft, can handle the ball, can, can play on the ball screen, um, can shoot a little bit and can get in the lane. But on the defensive end is where he's going to struggle. His feet is slower. His his feet is slower than rush hour traffic. Okay, <laughs> really slow feet. Really, that's a problem. Really slow feet, and he's going to have to guard the Jason Tatum's. You know. Well, that is because I've heard people talk about him like he's he's going to be bringing the ball up the court like he's a point. No. Like he's great in the pick and roll and all. That. He can play the pick and roll, but he's not a, a point guard. There's a difference between being point guard and being okay. able to and go off the ball. He is a balls. great passer. He can he got good vision, but he, he still got slow feet and those slow feet hurt him on the offensive end too. So when I when I when I look at him on tape, he struggled with quick defenders, okay? okay? Um Guys defending him. Oh, yeah, guys okay. getting in his that pocket, bothered. getting after him. Not a great athlete. You're going to see that, obviously. In Every NBA. night. Yeah. So his, his NBA comparison is Hidu Turkoglu. Okay? Bigger bigger guard. Hidu. He had a little playmaker in him. A little man, bit. Yeah, yeah, Orlando, yeah. He, yeah. Was, he was he the was playmaker. playmaker. You're right. That's so when I say Hidu okay. Turkoglu, there's okay. no slight to Luka Doncic. He Donchitz. shoots it like Hidu? Sh- he sh- no, he don't shoot okay, it like that. Okay, because Hidu can shoot. Hidu can come off and knock it down, yeah. but, but he's 19. So okay. that can happen over time. But I, I don't see Steve Nash, and I definitely don't see Larry Bird. <laughs> um, so he, he has, you know, slow feet, can, 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 can see the floor. But at the European level, this is what we, this is what we got to understand. We tend to over-sensationalize European yes, basketball. Okay? There's restrictions um, that cater to him. You can't have nine Americans on the floor in Europe. There's going to be nine bred Americans in, on the floor with you 95% yeah, of the time yeah, in the NBA. Yeah. That changes the dynamics of the game. Okay. Okay, so I believe Lucas should go to a good team. I don't believe he's a lottery pick. Not a lottery no, pick. No, I don't. Wow. I think he should he fall right outside the lottery, but for his benefit. Everybody, you heard a, a couple weeks ago people saying number two. Yeah, for, but for his benefit. Okay, just drafting a guy in a lottery doesn't mean that he's going to turn out to be a great player. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Yep. We have to understand, like, I'm all about fit for players. Okay. I think Dockage will fit better with a San Antonio Spurs. How about the Clippers and San Antonio trade one of them picks? San Antonio moves up in the draft, g- grabs a guy like Luka Doncic, who, who can play under a Greg Popovich, who, who's had success mm-hmm. with European superstars. The defensive system's already in play. I believe Luka will be a good pro on a good team. He won't be a good pro on a bad team. Wow. So I mean, I'm not loving what I'm hearing about Luca then. For the athleticism, that that's a problem. The lack of athleticism. Yeah, it doesn't have it. What about <clears throat> you? You got um, uh, Jokic, Nikola Jokic yeah, in Denver, who's a very a good player. It, obviously, lack of athleticism. Yeah. But he's so big, he gets it done. Yeah. Is this guy anything like a smaller Jokic? Well, he's six eight. Yeah, he has the vision. He does have that type of Jokic vision. Because Jokic is seven foot. Yeah, he, but he got vision. Yeah, he, yeah. Jokic is more like Arvina Sabonis. Remember Arvina yeah, Sabonis? Yeah, yeah. Because they, because the Nuggets run a lot of pinch posts for him. Yeah. So they throw it to him in a pinch post, and he let guys Gary Harris and those guys cut off of him, and he makes plays. Um, with Luka Doncic, he's more of a ball handler. So okay. I, the Hidu Turkoglu can, just continues to see. pop up. My eyes, my eyes don't deceive me. Hidu Turkoglu, and that's no slight to Luka. Hidu no, was a great he, he playmaker, was, yeah, man. Yeah, and he was – so. but I get what you're saying. Not. It sounds like you're saying Luka will not be like 
a perennial all-star type player. I don't but see if that. he's rid a couple great players, he can be that great number three Absolutely. guy or something like that. That's what he will be. But great he's gotta at. work on the shot, I guess. Because yeah, that was a yeah. big part of he, for yeah. he do. Yeah. Does that scare you that because a lot obviously in Europe you got a lot of guys that can shoot it well. Yes. Does that bother you that he can't? Because Ricky Rubio couldn't shoot. Couldn't shoot it. Everybody was like, that's right. He's okay now. He's okay. It, but he's not. That's yeah. been a problem with him. Does mm-hmm. that bother you that all those years in Europe, he still yeah. is not much of a no, shooter? No, it doesn't bother me. I think Luka is young enough and um, he's crafty enough and he's big enough to get to create space to get his own shot. He does okay. a good job. Okay. He has a nice little snatch crossover. So he has a couple combinations to get his shot off. Okay. Um, that just has to improve. Rubio just didn't have the mechanics to be a good shooter. Yeah. But okay. Luca got okay. really good mechanics. Okay. Um, who is the sleeper, I guess, Ooh. the dark horse, like yeah. the Donovan Mitchell yeah. in this draft? Is uh, there one? Jerome Robinson, okay. Boston College. Okay. This kid led the ACC in scoring, six five and a half. can score without the ball, can score with the ball, great playmaker, plays with great pace. He reminds me of Devin Booker. Mm. I watched okay. a ton of tape on Jerome Robinson, lit Duke up. He lit the ACC up. But this kid allows the game to come to him. Great footwork, effortless score, uh, great trajectory on his jump shot. He has some Devin Booker-ish. Okay. Yeah, okay. this kid is going to surprise some people. The Bulls have the 20, I think the 22nd pick. I think the Bulls should move up and try to get him okay. because the Bulls were 26 in the NBA in scoring last year. Yeah. They, 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 they struggled manufacturing points. Jerome Robinson is an instant offense type of guy, so I believe he, he's a guy that, that will be a sleeper coming into this draft. When I look at the field, I love Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I love Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. I hope that they can I think both of those guys would be superstars me too. and that they can be a great team. Yeah. It pains me that they didn't take nothing against Markel Fultz. Yeah. But that they didn't take Jason Tatum. Because mm. he to me, I think he'd just be the perfect fit Ooh, for those me. two. Yes. So they got the number 10 pick. Yeah. I assume they're looking for that type of guy. Yeah. Who do you think they should take at 10? Well, two guys I have in mind. Uh Kevin Knox okay. from Kentucky yep. and Mikael Bridges. Okay. Um, I think Mikael probably will be gone by 10. Philly really needs a point guard at 10. So you don't like Simmons at the point? Because I, 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 I don't I like him off the ball. I don't like him at the point. So what you going to do when he can't in the shoot? Pinch, play him in the pinch post. Play him in the pinch post and, and, and use him how D'Antoni used Sean Marion. Because Ben Simmons is he, not a Marion could shoot the three though. Yeah, yeah, he could shoot. He I could, mean, it was he, funny looking, but, but it he went could in. shoot it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you have to find a way. Like Philadelphia was better with T.J. McConnell playing a well, point. Well, they did. That's that's statistically, and that, and, and that shows you he could play. Now I don't know if that was for the whole season. It certainly was for that Boston that, series. That's yeah. Yeah. When they and that that did give you hope that Simmons can play off the ball. He could play off the ball. But I see. I like him as a point. I, you're right. He's yeah. got a lot to learn. He got a lot to learn. Decision making and all yeah, that. Yeah, that's he, he. He doesn't possess the natural point guard instincts. He, those yeah. are instincts. It's almost like he's got vision and passing, but not but instincts. instincts it's good. like having Gronkowski play quarterback. Gronkowski is six <laughs> six. He's big. He probably can throw the ball, but he doesn't possess quarterback instincts. Mm. Mm. Ben Simmons doesn't have point guard instincts. People were telling me on Twitter, "Well, Rondo can't shoot." Rondo has instincts. He was born with point guard instincts, and that's what Ben Simmons lacks. And I believe they should take a point guard at 10. They probably won't because Colin Sexton and Trey will be gone. 
So it, if those guys were there, obviously you take Trey. If or, I or, right. or Sexton. It would be you would think about like yes. As much as you like Trey, I'll take Sexton. If both of them were there for Philly at ten, at 10 Sexton. He so fits. Why? He fits Philly better. He fits okay. Philly better. Philly has to. They have to stop the guy in Boston at the point guard position. That's Kyrie Irving. Okay. Colin Sexton's strength is on that side of the ball. This is a shutdown corner. See, when you look at Trey and you look at Colin Sexton, you're looking at a superstar quarterback or a Darrell Revis type, a shutdown corner. That's what you're looking at. So with Colin Sexton, I need him on the defensive side of the ball in Philly. How's he going to be offensively? He'll manage. He'll, he'll manage. Because, I mean, I mean, is he Marcus Smart? No. Great he's, defender, but I, I need a little offense, I know. Too. Yeah, I know what you're saying. No, he's a little better in transition. He's better okay. in transition. Um, he's a better scorer than Marcus Smart. What type of numbers does he get? Four he's, years from now, what type of numbers he's, does Colin Sexton He's a, he's a, he's a 12 to 15 point score. 15 is going to be his high. And how many assists? Seven. He's a 15 seven I guy. I can't take that over Trey Young. No, I can't. Trey, Trey, <laughs> Trey's going to even if I'm feeling. I, I, I understand, but I just think he blends better with, with that with, with that have. unit. You know, Trey's Trey's more exciting. He's going to give you more offense. I see, obviously, I, what you're, I'm just thinking. We, we vibe, and I like this. Yeah. I get what you're saying about Trey Young in Philly, but picture this. Okay. If Trey Young – now, he's not going to be there at 10, He'll be I don't gone. think. He'll be gone. But if Trey Young is in Philly, based off what you said about Simmons, you could theoretically mm. – Trey could be that Steph guy that stretches oh, the defense. Man, absolutely. Right? So now you got to pick us up at 30, 35 feet. Absolutely. Ben Simmons could then be in the who? Draymond, Draymond Green, Green role. role. Yeah, so, I like that. You know what no, I'm no, no, I see. I, I, I like that. I like, and I think Philly goes into, goes to a championship with a guy like Trey Young. But I just think Sexton fits the city. He fits the mentality. Okay. Okay. He's a more of a hard nosed type of guy. So I like Sexton with Philadelphia. I really do. So if they, but if they don't take a point. You think it's Knox or Bridges? Yeah. I know you, you like Bridges a little better. I, I love know you like Mikael it. So, Bridges. So tell me why you love Mikael him. Bridges, to me, is the most polished player in this draft. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you why. This is a kid that red-shirted. Wasn't a McDonald's All-American, mm -hmm. so he came, he came up the hard way. Red-shirted, two-time national champion. And he comes from Jay Wright's tree. Every kid that comes from Villanova, they come in as college players, and they leave out professionals. Mm-hmm. Mikael mm -hmm. Bridges epitomizes development. So he's ready to play NBA basketball right now. He could have helped the Cleveland Cavaliers this series. Wow. Like, okay. he's ready to play. Okay. okay. There's, there's some other guys that, that, that's going to need a learning curve. I don't think Mikael Bridges needs a learning curve. Who, who's the comparison in the NBA that he's Kawhi Leonard, to? Paul George. Wow. Okay. He's a two-way guy that doesn't waste a lot of dribbles to get his shot off. And defensively, he can guard one through four. So how he's viewed as kind of that mid lottery guy. Yeah. How how high should he go in your opinion? He he shouldn't go past ten. Okay, but that okay. So you, I was wondering if you were gonna say he should be in the top five or no. Like that. He okay. shouldn't go past ten. I think Cleveland, I think Cleveland should take him. But depending on what LeBron's going to do, Cleveland's going to end up taking a point guard. But if if LeBron was going to stay, I would take Mikael Bridges because he's missing that that guy that can defend yeah, and yeah. take some pressure off him while LeBron can rest on defense. Hey, man, you guard Curry. Yeah. You guard Clay. Like, Mikael can guard one through four, literally. Like, he's that type of defender. I've watched tons of tape on him. Man. Yo, I'm excited. I, I, I'm more excited than I was 40 <laughs> minutes ago or whatever because, no, this was great stuff, man. 
You did an excellent job breaking Thank it down. You. I'm gonna be watching. I'm gonna remember everything you said. I'm gonna be watching. Okay, how do they? You gonna shoot out? me a text? Like, <laughs> yes, you no were doubt. wrong on this one. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> but I, I love the breakdown. I thought you did a great job. And um, yeah, man, this is interesting. Anything else that you didn't get to say about this draft that you think is important? No, I think it's. I think it's gonna be a fun draft. I'm excited about Thursday. I'll be live streaming it as well on my YouTube station, okay. Sports Talk 2319. I'll be live streaming it. So going over some stuff with that. But I'm excited for these. I just love to see kids reach their dreams. Yeah. Whether it's the number one pick or the 60th pick, I'm all for these kids. I never want people to think that I'm against one kid. and um, not, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, for yeah. all the kids, and I'm just evaluating them from a basketball standpoint. Let me ask you this, because you obviously had that dream of getting to the NBA yeah. and, and didn't quite get there. Yeah. What would you say to the players out there who are really good and have reason to think they will be in the NBA one mm -hmm. day? What would you say to them, though, you know, because yeah. everybody's not gonna make it. Yeah, you have you have play every game like it's your last. Okay. Play every game like like it's your last. And I know it sounds cliche, but educating yourself, study the landscape of how draft picks go. Like I used to use tape, these VCR tape, and I used to write how many point guards went in the first round, how many mm -hmm. shooting guards went in the second round, because I wanted to know when my turn came up, would I be one of the 11 point guards drafted in the first round? So do your homework and make sure that you're prepared, but be prepared for the unexpected. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that go on behind the curtain that you can't control. The other thing too, I mean, now you're making a career in basketball. Mm -hmm. And I tell this to guys, cause I wasn't as good as you obviously, but I had dreams one day yeah, to be a course. pro athlete yeah. and never made it. But now I have a career in sports. So I yes. tell guys, you can have a career yes. in sports, even if you don't make it as an athlete. But what are the things you mm -hmm. did yeah. To prepare yourself in case you didn't make it to the pros. Well, I, I got the right major going into college. Communications was my major, and I took that very seriously because as a kid growing up with my father, I was always commentating games as a kid, watching okay. my father do it as well. So it became something natural to me to actually watch the game and, and commentate it and do scouting reports. My father used to give me... Uh, uh, papers of, of players in high school. We would go to high school games and he'll say, write a scouting report on this point guard. So that would be my homework. So I would get home okay. and I would write a scouting report and give it to my wow. dad. I was doing it at eight, nine years old. So when I got to college, I knew what my passion was outside of basketball and that was evaluating and studying the game. Okay. So okay. pick the right major. Don't just pick anything that you can't use when you're done playing. Yeah, yeah. Pick the right major and communication was mine and here I am sitting next to you. I feel big time today. <laughs> you are <laughs> big time man and we you know i'm gonna be in touch with you yeah. i want to get you back in the zone yeah um but man great job and check yeah. him out sports talk 2319 uh you can download subscribe to it on youtube yep. and he'll be streaming during the draft so yep. uh definitely want to check him out man great great stuff appreciate you and uh appreciate thanks for you. being in the zone absolutely right.